Blog Talk Radio. Folks, welcome to A Different Identity. I just want to let you know before we get started that the show is being brought to you by our good friends and media partners at May We Help You Radio. My name is Lawrence Jackson, and I'm being joined by who we call the most controversial girl in the world. She's also uh, our the, the favorite cousin of uh, this particular program, and her name is Pamela Mintz. Listen, folks, each week we share insight, we share perspective, but most of all, we share our experiences. And we do it because we want to show you the value of doing things differently. We believe that when you know better, you will do better. And better is exactly what we want you to be. Better in what you see, better in what you believe, and your better starts today. So once again, it is time to talk about it. this edition of A Different Identity. Pamela. Yes, 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 yes. You know, we got to apologize already because we are starting off with difficulties already. <laughs> you know, we skipped I, I, one week, and we will... We were doing well, and then all of a sudden today, it wants to not be our good friend. But anyway, let's keep going. I want to remind you to join us on social media. We, you can find us on Facebook at A Different Identity Radio Talk Show page. We invite you to send us a member request so that you can enjoy the same lively conversation that you enjoy on Thursdays. 24 hours, 365 days a year. There is so much interesting conversation going on daily, from funny to laughing to what in the world. So if you want to find out what all that all that is about, please send a member request today. Also, we encourage you, please send us feedback. We enjoy feedback. We want to know how we are doing. Yeah, I can handle it, and I won't cut back, not immediately, anyway. But I would love to know how we're doing, so send us comment by way of email at a different identity at gmail.com, or we welcome your questions. You know, everybody's not a social media buff, but some people do have email. 
So if that's your form of communication by way of the web, then send us an email today. Lawrence, let's get started. So, um, you know, I was actually kind of reading through some of the stuff that was posted on uh, the different identity page, and I ran across something that I liked, and now I ran across something else that I kind of wanted to get into a little bit, and hopefully it doesn't take us too far. But I saw this post that you posted for the ladies only, right? And it says, Mm -hmm. when or if a man approaches you in public, what are some of the biggest mistakes he could make? And so what do you think about that post? And what was the motivation for you uh, looking at that particular post? Like, were you just looking for feedback or did you something you really wanted to know? Um, say, say it one more time because I post so much. I need you to say it one more time. All right. So, you know, this one says when or if a man approaches you in public, what are some of the biggest mistakes that he could make? And so I'm trying to figure out, like, what were your immediate thoughts on posting that post? Um, well, you know, sometimes we need to know, and I don't think we always ask the right questions. I'll say it like that. We don't always ask the right questions. So why not put some of those major questions inside of a format such as a different identity um, page? Because that's a chance for the ladies to really get it off their chest. And then when I reverse it, which I usually do, um, to get it off their chest as well. And for each, each side to understand what the other needs or is looking for that they may not have thought of. Right. So somebody said something about wearing skinny jeans that are tighter than mine. Like what? (laughs) Is that? That's a young people thing. <laughs> These young men think that it is, even though I have been seeing some, and I'm, I'm going to put it out there because since the ladies already put it out there. If you are an older man, and I'll say a man of wisdom, and your stomach hangs over your belt, you have no business wearing skinny jeans because it looks like you are 10 months pregnant, and it looks nasty. Wow. It's not sexy at all. Wow. So get, so take the belt off. Take the belt off. Take the belt off you. and get a bigger Got shirt. You. Got you. Got you. So, you know, and, and maybe this is for you or just a woman's perspective. What? What? So I, I feel like this. A man has approached you. This is what I feel. Not not no scientific data or anything to support it, but I feel like a man is going to approach you. Two ways, either in a way that's worked for him before, or it would all depend on how you dress. Is that true or false? I think it's a, it's it's pretty accurate. Okay. I think that's pretty accurate. Okay. So, I mean, as far as, like, mistakes that he could make, I mean, I guess saying the wrong things will probably be um, one of the biggest mistakes or, or a turnoff for a woman. Um, I don't I don't feel like, you know, our age group, 35 and older, is, is rolling up on somebody talking about, hey, shorty, what's up? Like, I think that um, 
like if it's just you, like he would probably say something, and you would hope he would say something like, "Hey, how you doing?" or um, "My name is what's yours? How's your day?" like stuff like that. And so, does what he's wearing? Somebody says something about having a jacked up mouth, or if he's smoking, or if he calls you baby girl or mom, like. That's all wrong. That's all wrong. That's so wrong. I mean, come on now. Would you want your daughter approached like that by a young man? No. You would think that it was rude and inappropriate. So why the devil would you think that it would be okay for you to say, hey, ma, what's up? Forty-some years old, are you kidding me? You can't say, hey, how you doing? How's your day going today? You can't be a gentleman of how you approach. If any, that's why women get pissed off now. Now, if a man approaches a woman like that, now I can get why they get their eyes rolled at them and attitude immediately kick up. Uh, I understand. That's inappropriate. I, I wouldn't want anybody to approach my child like that. So why would you think it would be okay to approach another female that you're interested in? If you see, oh, if you see as a man, if you see some woman that tickles your fancy, so to speak. She tickles your fancy, then you should want to respectfully approach her. Not walk up on her like y'all 15. I don't even hear the boys in high school talking to the young girls like that. What they do they say? They say, hi, how you doing? Okay. I just want to make sure I wasn't missing if it's, something. If it's, a, if it's a new girl in the class, if it's a new girl in the class, and the boys think she keep, they say, hi, how, she, how you doing? If they notice she got a big butt, hey, how, how you doing? Because they know if they say is anything. Is that all they looking else, at? Is, because they know darn well if they say anything else, if she look at them, she going to say some smart roller eyes, maybe even I'm going to hit them. Gotcha. And they want to be the first one to hit that. Gosh, yeah, let's move on a little bit because you are you are going all the way in. It's, it's the truth. It's the truth. You know, it's the truth. Keep going. We all adults here. Yeah, and I mean, I get it because you know, I, I guess even in going to any particular dating situation or somebody that you're trying to get to know, you you do this this introduction, you do this exchange of phone number pleasantries, and and all of these great things. But now, what happens now? in um, your your dating experience when, you know, you're talking to this person, y'all are talking for a couple of days or y'all share a couple of experiences, and now this person says to you, oh, by the way, I have a child. And so does that for a woman change the dynamics of, now I won't say relationship, but I guess moving into how a relationship. Old, how, how, how old are we? Well, I'm that's just saying just in that's general. Specific. So there's an age thing on that. So, you know, a woman might necessarily say a child under five is a no-go for me. Well, of course, we all know that. Everyone on a different identity knows that. Yeah, yeah. No little children. Bad enough with the teenagers, you know, but the little ones that's that's crossing the line. And why do I say that? Now, when you meet a person, yeah, we we can share pleasantries because 
it, you can also just end up good friends. That doesn't mean it's going to end up in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I would I would be on alert and be watching things, and if he's trying to move to a relationship, that wouldn't happen. Only because he has a child under five? Yep. So, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think when we had this conversation one time, I, I think you mentioned, um, and, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, that for anyone that has a child under five, you believe that they still have a chance to go back to the baby's, uh, you know, the, the baby's mother or, um, yes. is that still your yes. thoughts? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I believe they still have the attachment. And it's only until the child gets a little older that that attachment is broken. Yes, I don't, I don't, I believe that when people have children together, they have bonded in in a way that unless you um, are parenting with someone. And it's only after that child gets school age because there's so many things that happen in those first five years of life, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, those, those milestone things, you know, walking, crawling, talking, um, first and friends, daycare, shots, all of the first real world uh, things happen. They get a little earth dirt on them. The real life happens. You know, as they mature and start getting into kindergarten, first grade, they start developing their little personality, even though they've started that as a baby, but the attachment is still there too strong. And if they are cordial parents, absolutely. If one of them didn't get married in between that, now if they were married, it's probably even worse. Gotcha. If they were married and divorced, I think that, that and that's just my little take on it. It may not be, uh, <laughs> you know, but I just think that women over 40 tend to stray away from men that have young children. Gotcha. So so here's the thing, and so I was doing some research, and I, and I looked at a couple of articles, and I looked at articles um, culturally different. I'll, I'll say it like that. And so one of the things that I read, even when they started talking about dating a man or a woman with children, is they said that you should let the other one know. So if you are dating you someone, you all have that you're dating. If you have oh, a child so with someone, right? Yeah. Ah. Like you should let them know as soon as possible that you are dating someone, that you're seeing someone, and at least give them the heads up that you're going to be or possibly going to be introducing them to the child. Like how do you feel about that? Uh, well, it depends. So – you know, maybe we ought to take this in age groups because okay. it's different, I believe, with all the different age. I'm talking about the entire conversation. So if it's a child under five and until, first of all, if I ain't with you, you don't need to know my personal life. All you need to know is the life of the child. Okay. Who I'm dating, who I'm speaking with, that's really none of your business as the other parent. That's none of your business. I don't have. I don't owe you anything. That's not a conversation um, that you have because a smart woman is not uh, putting her child around any of those people that she's dating. Right. 
she's not them. Those those men don't meet those meet the children. They just gotcha. know they exist. So you know, gotcha. especially when they're that young. Now, when it gets to the point of now, I do believe that once it gets to the point that you've decided that this is somebody that's serious is going to be in my life, and I am going to let the other parent know that I'm seeing someone seriously. Now, I do think out of respect and nothing else that you share with the other partner, that is, if you all have a good relationship. Some people's parental, parental relationship is awful. But if you have a decent relationship, you should be able to tell them that you are now dating someone seriously and you're going to introduce them to the child. Um, gotcha. So... You know, and that's in that age group. So now my question to you, Lawrence, which I have to bring up for the ladies is, so how is it for a man? Because for a man over 40 and he meets a woman and she has a child under five, do you all think any kind of way or is that okay? So, you know, I mean, I guess from my own personal opinion um, on that particular subject matter, I think culturally it's, it's almost like a given, and I, and, and I hate to say it that way, um, but I think it is. Like when you get to the 40 age range, um, there are not too many women that you'll meet that, that do not have children. And, that, again, that's only my opinion or in the, in the circles that I'm I get it. I'm, I'm getting to that. You Can you sit okay. back and relax for a second? No, I can't. I don't want to hurry you along. Uh, uh, Come on. Uh, somebody under five, like, no, I, I wouldn't have. I personally would not have an issue with it. Now, I mean, there's going to be some questions as it relates to um, the, the, the father's activities in the life, so at least I know how to prepare myself because I think that that's going to be important too, like not to just think, well, I'm dating her and I'm going to meet the child and, and everything is going to be everything. Like I think that a conversation needs to be had in reference to the status of the relationship or, you know, is he going to be around? Is he active or not active? Like all of those different things I think matter, especially um, when you're talking about a child under five years old. So what about now? What about let's 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 take this a step further. Now you said that a majority of women, you really believe, or is it that you all are choosing to date younger women, which is why you find that to be true that all these women have children, young children. Well, not necessarily young children, but just children in general. Not not necessarily young children, but I'll just say children in general. I mean, it's kind of almost a given. Like, I mean, if you meet somebody who doesn't have kids, you're going to, you know, at, at this age, I think you're going to be like, oh, okay, was well, everything okay? Um, you know, but I think for the most part, it's, it's almost culturally accepted, so it's not like it's going to be taboo that you're going to meet somebody without any kids. Like, I think that is almost... From a guy's perspective, it's going to be a given in the dynamic. Like, that's probably, you know, like people don't even say, do you have kids? They're going to be like, how many kids do you have? You know what I'm saying? That's like the questions that, oh, how many kids do you have? And it's like that's the, that's the question. It's not like, oh, do you have kids? It's like how many do you have? So I think it's but a, you know it's a cultural thing dynamic. About that, Okay, now I will give you that, that you will find that it, it's unusual to find. I'll say that. It's unusual to find someone who does not have children. 
but yeah. there are people that do exist that are um that are yeah. between I'm gonna say 35 and 45 that you meet that do not have children or yeah. have have children. They do. Well, I'm saying not. Let's start with this one. They don't have children, so they are. Um, they I think they are more against dating people that have children, but they don't have a choice. Because like you said, they are the minority. But I think sometimes when it gets into that the fact that they have an older child, it's people are more apt to try it. But I think that sometimes along the way when you choose to date someone with children, depending on the age of the children, it can become a problem that you didn't expect. Yeah, but I I think the, the the problem comes in, especially in I mean it all depends on what you're what what you're looking at, like as far as age range and stuff is like that is concerned. And that was one of the things that I want to bring up, and and you know I'll, I'll kind of start it in on this on this uh, particular session or section um, when they talked about in the, in the article that I was reading, it was talking about um, self examination and whether or not. Um, you have defined your limits. And I think when you start talking in terms of defining your limits, it's like you said, you know, you are, uh, you know, you're not going to date somebody that has a child under five years old. Why? Because of the dynamics that you explained. But, again, for somebody um, wanting to get into the dating scene who does not have kids and all of a sudden you are, you know, dating someone or interested in someone that does have a kid, have you defined your limits or have you assessed your needs? Because, you know, when you when you talk about uh, a, a a woman who has a child under five or a man who has a child under five, you have a bunch of different issues. You have they could be sick or you know a, you know need a babysitter or have to go to school or you know daycare issues. All those different things come into play. And again, assessing or knowing um, you know your your um, your your limits or defining your limits is are you going to be prepared to do that? Like if y'all go out and all of a sudden she's not able to find a babysitter, is that going to be okay with you? Or if the child gets sick or whatever the case may be, are you prepared? Like have you defined what that's going to look like to you? And, you know, is it a realistic assessment? Because whether or not the child is five or ten – you know, I agree with you that to me is that how do you parent while dating? Are you supposed to? I think those are some of the the troubling issues that happen. Not to switch the subject, but to just frame it a little bit. Because at what point, you know, our subject is my baby got a baby. So at what point do you, as the dating partner, become a part of the scenario, and then how do you parent a child that has a parent? What is your real role? Because, you know, I've never been a person that likes the word stepfather, stepchildren. I think that it's a bonus for the child to have an additional adult that loves them to that extent. And I think that, you know, those words are used – I don't I just don't like them. So you know, to have a bonus parent, to have um, just another mom or another dad that cares enough about you to take care of you, you know, as the relationship moves along, I 
at what point do you parent a child that already has a parent? So, you know, just like Lawrence, if you were dating a woman who has a child and the father is active in her life, but you're dating the mother and things are getting serious. So now you become a parent in that child's life. How do you parent her? I mean, you you parent based on how the how the parenting of of that particular couple goes. Like, I I don't think you try to overstep the boundaries. I don't think that you try and go harder um, than what their parents are going for. Like, I think you kind of parent with. And so, you know, I mean. We had this conversation a lot at work sometimes. It's like what they call the whole spanking thing. Like if if the mom doesn't spank the child and the dad doesn't spank the child, you're surely not going to come in and spank the child. Like even even as that, like I wouldn't even feel comfortable saying I'm going to spank somebody else's child. Now the the, and I agree, the reprimanding. And I, agree with, I, agree with, yeah. I agree with that part, but what about when they just get out of pocket? You know, when, when, when you deal when they with get out of pocket, out of pocket, you tell the parent. Like, I think that you tell, yeah, you say, hey, this is what's going on. Suppose the parent don't do nothing. Suppose the parent don't do anything. They don't see nothing wrong with the child. That's a conversation you got to have with them. Because, again, I think this whole thing, even as it relates to dating someone with a baby, like, you have to know what they're doing. Because... Because it becomes it becomes emotional, right? And and it, and it and it kind of dictates the relationship. Like I think under the same token, like if if the mom's not saying something and you say, hey, you know, little little Sally or whatever, you shouldn't be acting like that or you shouldn't be doing that or hey, you know, did you see? Hey, hey, mom, did you see that little Sally was doing this? And then, based on her response, you kind of know where you fit into the equation. But I don't but, think that okay, you just let's, let's, you power play it. Well, I don't. I don't think that you should power play it either, because there should be no competition. Question is, okay, so how do you, you know, as a, when a child is younger, to me, they're easier to manage in a dating situation than they are when you date them and they have a teenager. Because a teenager is all over the place mentally right. anyway because their hormones have gone batty crazy. Right. So tell me this, from a man's point of view, I mean, what do you come in as the child's friend? Do you all do you lavish them with gifts? What is your angle or what is most men's thought when dealing when they know they are dating a woman who has a child? I mean, I, I definitely don't agree with the whole lavish them with gifts. I feel like you find your place and and you move at the child's pace because they're trying to get used to you. You're trying to get used to them. Um, so I think that it's definitely a conversation like you – you know, for for a kid ten and under, you're probably gonna have to let them warm up to you a little bit. You know, d- depending on where they are from a maturity standpoint. But like you said, once you get into that eleven and up, like they've already got their own identity, they already got their own personality that's pretty set. Like I think that you have to pace that out. Like I think that you just don't go in and say, you know, well, you know, I'm dating your mother, and you're gonna be my stepchild or whatever. Like I don't think that you do that. Like I think that you kind of have to go with what's already there. 
and hopefully there's something there. Let me say it like that. Okay. Go ahead. I just think that, that it's a difficult it is a difficult thing to deal with when you are um when you have to when you date someone with children, regardless of okay. the age. But I think when they're under five, it brings on just a whole other set of issues that most people can't handle. I got you. All right, so really quickly, attention Baltimore and surrounding area residents. If you are looking for a new career opportunity to work for a company with weekly pay and fast advancements, Next Level Marketing is looking for field agents who are outspoken, self-driven, yet have a team member mindset. And you're going to be speaking with their clients in reference to saving hundreds of dollars a month on their smart energy choices. Listen, if this is you, contact the employment hotline by calling 443-703-6081 or go to mwhyllc.com and visit the Now Hiring page. Again, that number is 443-703-6081 and tell them that you heard about this opportunity on a different identity radio. Folks, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, but we're going to come back with part two of My Baby's Got a Baby. If you have a question, you have a comment, you know what to do, 646-652-2512. Just press the number one. Let our engineer know that you want to join tonight's conversation. My Baby's Got a Baby. We'll be right back after this. The most important day in a couple's life deserve the best. And at the Renaissance, that's exactly what you will get. We offer expert planning services for all of our happy couples as well as our exclusive in-house staff. The Renaissance will help with all of the important details including menu creation, tasting options, bar planning, itinerary planning, day of wedding coordination, and no interest payment plans. If you're starting to plan your big day and want to see what we can offer, call or text us at 804-649-3373 or visit our website at www.renaissanceva.com. Again, that's 804-649-3373, or you can visit our website at www.renaissanceva.com. From beginning to the end, it all starts at the end. Looking for fun, fashionable jewelry? Go online to jb.com where you'll find everything you want from classy to trendy to boho chic all in one place. jb.com has everything a girl would want at prices you'll love. We add new items daily to keep it fresh and exciting. Go to jaebee.com today and enter your email for 20% off your first order. That's jaebee.com. If you're the parent of a child with behavioral challenges that has been suspended, expelled, or just not able to make it in a traditional school setting, there is an alternative. Call the Metropolitan Day School today. Licensed and accredited grades K-12, through call 804-321-2595. Financial assistance and after-school programs are available. Let's turn this school year around right now at the Metropolitan Day School where Eagles soar. Call Ms. Thomas today, 804-321-2595.
Hey folks, welcome back to a different identity up close and personal with Lawrence and Pam. Tonight we're talking about my baby's got a baby. Um, so Pam, let's let's jump back in here. So, um, I guess when you when when you start talking about a kid that's five and under, like I don't think you really have to. And this is only my own personal opinion, so please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you really have to worry about like abandonment type issues. But do you think those types of issues come into play when now you are trying to jump back into the dating scene and you're not spending as much time with the kids as you used to? Do What do you think about that? Well, I think it's a balance. You know, it's a balance out there. So I think that when you, decide, when you go from as a single parent and you decide to date, uh, you really got to date outside of the home. So you have to date when, you know, and, and it doesn't really start off like dating. You start off hanging out. Right. You start off maybe going to a comedy show with the girls. You might start off by doing a girl's trip. You start off by going to a dinner party. You know, you start off by going out first. If, when, and if you meet somebody, you do the pattern has already been set. Mm-hmm. You've already set the mode that you're out of the house at times, going out, so that by the t- when by the time you really start dating someone, it's not new to the child that you're not home. That's why I don't think that people should abruptly just meet somebody and start dating. You need to be outside of the home, start doing activities outside of the home, outside of the child beforehand. Yeah, but what if you meet somebody? Like, what if you're at the grocery store and you just happen to be making a quick run to the grocery store and all of a sudden you meet somebody there, like, and now you, you know, you want to get to know them better or they're trying to get to know you better. Like, does that really dictate, like, I think you're going to start spending time out of the house, but, but what about the unexpected? Well, when the unexpected happens, again, I say, as a parent, a single parent, stop, you know, you as a devoted parent, you have to learn balance. I understand. And I think people miss that, and you have to balance your life. Before you had that child, you had some type of life that you were living. You you can't maybe hang out as much as you used to, but you need to balance that. So just in case you do meet someone, then now it doesn't feel strange to the child that you're not home, you're not right. this and you're not that. I mean, I think that you have to create that scenario for yourself early on. Okay. So so let's get a scenario like this. Like what if every time you say you're going out now, the child is, you know, uh, missing you or screaming and hollering. You, you've established such a bond with your child, and now you can't leave because, you know, that closeness. And every time you try to leave, when you say you're going to the store, there's like an emotional reaction from your child. Like how do you think that would affect a, a dating relationship or dating scenario? You done messed up, Mom. You done messed up. I'm sorry. You messed up. You know, I'm straightforward about that. You messed up because as a parent, you have to you have to get to, if you raise your child to only be um, around you, okay, mm-hmm. so that nobody else watches the child. The child doesn't go to anybody else's home, whether it's grandma and aunt and sister or good friend. You are messing your child up because guess what? Nobody's going to want to ever watch them when you are ready to go somewhere and do something. 
So if you have intentions of dating, you might not be dating until your child starts school, and you have to date during the day. Or date at night when they go to bed. Who will watch them? No, you must not. What about jail at night? Oh, no, you can't leave no child. You got to go to jail? The, the law says 12, the age of 12, they can stay home. Otherwise, you are now setting yourself up to go to jail if you need a child in the house. So I think so, so, have to, so my thing is, as a parent, and, and see, you know, that again, goes back to parenting is not something that you learn, manual, that teaches you the perfect way to do it. It takes trial and error. And, you know, I think trial and error is what taught me to tell anybody else that you have to teach the child balance. If you were someone who had an active social calendar, you went out with your, you couldn't wait for Friday for happy hour. You, on Saturday, you was doing all types of activities, all types of events. And on Sunday, you did church. And then after church, you might have even had a dinner or something you were doing. So if your life was active like that, and now you've had a baby, uh-huh. and now the baby is, say, two, and now you are have decided that you want to start going out again. Hopefully you're going to start going out just hanging out with friends. And then you will start the dating thing. I think you're messing up. I think parents mess up. So for someone who who's dating and they have a small child, what um, do you say that in the beginning? Do you give the person that's trying to date you um, the and I and I call it a courtesy of you know kind of explaining like you know the relationship between you and un- her? that one thing, <laughs> but do they understand what they're getting into? I think, I, mean, I think what I just said was more valuable because guess what? You know, you, this is how it goes, Lawrence. You meet somebody, you're like, hey, how you doing? You sit to talk, and then once you're in that first conversation, you go, oh, well, do you have any children? Yes, I have one. He's two. And the next question to follow was, where's his father? Where's the mother? You know, that that's the next question right. to follow, right? And once you answer that and you say, well, you know, he's he's around. He, he takes care of his son. We don't really have a relationship. My next question I ask is, have they dated anybody seriously since you, or have you dated anybody seriously? Right. Okay. Because the attachment is so there. I want to know if they've been through this before and how they act. So if they say, well, no, I haven't dated anybody seriously since him, and, you know, he's the only one that's been around, little little Sean. So little Sean is only used to, you know, to go over <laughs> With his daddy, and so you know, all he knows is his daddy, his daddy, his daddy. So, so my next question would be, well, you know, Lord Sean going with his daddy, but um, do you, you know, what about your two? Is he, is he, does he think that you all have a chance to be together? Is he okay with you dating? How does he feel? You know, have you seen him? You have to start asking probing questions if you intend to date that person, because you could be out with, with um. Big Sean, right? I'm, uh, I'm a female, so I'm dating Big Sean. Yeah, I'm out yeah. with Big Sean, and I'm running to Lucretia, the baby mama. Uh-huh. Who the is this? Who, who is this? You got a whole scenario going on that out in public 
Well, she got off on you. And this, you and Big Sean first date. Now, he said she was cool. But then you out, and now you got a situation that you were not prepared for because you did not ask the right questions about the relationship between Big Sean and LaQuisha. So here's the thing. Like, I think that in a scenario like that to kind of keep, you know, whatever, the, the peace or whatever, like I think that you introduce yourself and, and then you say, hey, like we're hanging out. And I think that this is something that y'all need to discuss privately. Like, this is not the time or the place that, to discuss you, that. Now, Lord, 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 come on. Come We're talking on, about people 35 on. and older. We ain't, we ain't talking about somebody 22. I understand. I understand. You must have a scene, you know, they still show out, okay? Let, let, let's, let's get clarity here because this is not cloud nine because, again, I said, Usually when they're under that age, it's still a lot of attachment, right? So the thing is, if that scenario happens and it goes down like that, most people aren't rational. They're not rational. And they, they're thinking to themselves, like, he promised me he was going to be with me, and he's not. You know, I've heard of, you know, and, and it, it bewilders me because I, 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 today I heard about a woman that's over the age of 50 that's a stalker. And she's still stalking this particular man. And so that means to me that age is nothing but a number because it depends on the maturity. So I'm not throwing out the, the option that a woman may not show off, that LaQuisha might not show up on Big Sean and Pam, and they just the first time they out. You don't know what people are going through in their head or what they've been told. And I get that. So, But don't put me in harm's way either. Like, at least let me know, like, hey, like, you know, and just like you said, you asked the question of, you know, kind of what would somebody say if they saw us out? Like, I think that that's important to find out before you go out, and especially using Big Sean. Like, hey, if Big Sean saw us out, what do you think he would say? And let's just have a real moment. I agree. I agree. I agree. And see, that's the thing, but that's where honesty comes in. Because some people get to the point, you know, that they just have never been out in so long, and now they want to go out with somebody, and they put you in arm's way by going out with you, not not realizing and not saying, I'm going to say they realize, not being honest and speaking up and saying, look, I don't know how his father would feel about this because, He's never known me to go out with anybody, and uh, Lois Sean is now five, and even though we've been divorced for a couple years, we both have remained single, you know, and we haven't gotten into anything serious. Yeah, I mean, I get so that, but I think of it. Other... show up. Suppose you could be Yeah, but you, but you know, you know let's, Big Sean, though. Let's make the scenario a little different. Big, um, Lawrence, you go over to visit LaQuisha. She said, well, come on over. I'm going to cook you dinner. Big Sean has little Sean this weekend. And, um, you know, come on over and I'll cook you dinner. You, it's, I, you know, it's cool, right? But you get over there and Big Sean bring little Sean back, something that came up in his life, and he see you there and he got a major attitude. He may not necessarily go off as far as I said, but he's like, he might pull her up. I'm like, well, who is this? You hear him talking to her. 
Right. Who is that punk nigga that you got to do? You know, going all off and you sitting there bewildered, like, you know, is it? I thought that y'all was divorced. I thought he wants you, blah 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 blah. You know, now it just created a whole different scenario. So, what about in those times, Lawrence? Well, you know, I, I have a, a, a personal experience, something like oh, that. Oh, Lord, so, I knew it. No, but, yeah. but here it is. But, but so, you know, the, the situation was, you know, I'm, I'm dating this lady, whatever. It was a long, 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 long time ago. And so the guy comes to the house. And so we are somewhere else in the house, and I hear him say, hey, Lawrence. And I'm like, huh, who's that? And what he said was, you know, my daughter has said a lot about you, um, and I just wanted to meet you. Hello. And that was it. He said, she talks about you all the time, and I just wanted to meet you. Okay. But it was weird, and I mean, I was probably like twenty something. But it was it was a weird moment because I said to her, "Well, why didn't you call me? Why did he have to call for me?" How come you couldn't just say, you know, hey, let me introduce you to, you know, my daughter's father, this is so-and-so. Like, he called me, and I'm like, all right, like, what the heck is going on here? But he just basically said, like, my daughter talks about you all the time, and I just wanted the opportunity to meet you. How old was the daughter? I mean, she's probably like 10, 10 or 11, 12, maybe, something like that. Okay. So mom had exposed you to the, the young lady, yes. the little girl, and yes. she was so enthralled with with you that she spoke highly about you to her father. Right. So in scenarios like that, fathers me the most about when his children is when the, it has to break away. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll save that for the end after our next commercial. Because I want to talk about what happens to the relationship between you and that child when it is broken up, when the the relationship is broken. Okay. Hey, folks, one of tonight's sponsors is Audible.com. They are a leading provider of audio, spoken entertainment, and information. You can listen to audio books whenever and wherever you want, and you can also get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com. Just make sure you use the backslash of M-W-H. Y-L-L-C. Again, that's audibletrial.com using the backslash of M-W-H-Y-L-L-C. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after this. In a fast-paced world, getting your message heard everywhere can still be a challenge if you're not connecting to your target audience. Allow M-W-H-Y Radio to assist you in getting your message heard on social media, video, digital magazines, on apps, and on our broadcast networks. MWHY Radio's broadcast listeners tune in online through 10 terrestrial stations on iHeartRadio and during live events. Visit our Fiverr page for special offers throughout the summer to assist you in jumpstarting your advertising needs. That's www.fiverr.com forward slash MWHY Radio. F-I-V-E-R-R dot com forward slash MWHY Radio. Debonair Entertainment is your full-service entertainment company. We feature bands, DJs, classical ensembles, and more. 
Whether you're planning your wedding, company, event, mitzvah, or birthday celebration, Debonair Entertainment has the perfect act for you. We also offer photo booth rentals to accent your event. Call us today at 804-690-7682 or contact us on the web at debonairentertainmentinc.com. Debonair Entertainment, your party starts here. Brought to you by on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on May We Help You Radio Network. So on the May We Help You Radio Network. MWHY Radio Network. May We Help You Radio. On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Broadcast Network, the network that helps you. Welcome back to A Different Identity, Up Close and Personal with Lawrence and Pam. We're talking about My Baby's Got a Baby, um, and, and the subtopic is, is, is dating for more than one. <laughs> so, Pam, go ahead and kick off your scenario. Let's let's get this in. Okay, so, you know, let, let's, let's say that you, uh, Lawrence, have bonded with Lil Sean. Mm-hmm. You know, you offering... Lil Sean, let's let's make Lil Sean a little older. Let's make Lil Sean okay. like that. So you and Lil Sean have have kicked it, it off. You um attend his little league games with LaQuisha. Dad has gotten comfortable with you because he realizes on Saturdays he's working and he can't be there for his son, but he appreciates the fact. Now he's appreciating you, Lon. He appreciates the fact uh-huh. that you're there for Lil Sean with times when he can't. So he's seeing the benefit of having you around. But all of a sudden, you and LaQuisha not getting along so well all of a sudden. Um, you're starting to see some things that you realize you can't talk to her about those things, and they're not, they're not working out. So now you're breaking up with LaQuisha. Do you break up with Lois Sean, too? How does that work? Well, I mean, I, I feel like it's it's a conversation um, and in those conversations, I think that you have a conversation with little Sean, but you also have a conversation with Laquisha and saying that either you do or you do not want to continue to be a part of little Sean's life. Um, and I think um, there's a lot that needs to be discussed there because, again, your, your, your most valuable asset is going to be access. And so now you're going to be coming to get them or taking them out or being around them, knowing that LaQuisha could possibly be starting to date somebody else. And how's that going to, what effect is that going to have? So the boundaries, I mean, is can I come get them? Um, Can I call them? 
and he called me or texted me or whatever, but I think the boundary needs to be established, and y'all probably need to have a conversation with him together to let him know what's going on um, so there's no, like, just like I mentioned at the top of the show, there's no feeling of abandonment because that that feeling will carry a lot longer. So if if you want to still remain active in his life, what does that mean? And will LaQuisha uh, respect that? Will whoever you date uh, be able to respect that particular boundary? But I think it definitely has to start with the conversation. Because, you know, that also becomes a part of, that becomes an issue, not only, there's a lot of issues there. Because you, Lawrence, even though you're not his biological father, you stepped in and you are a role model to him. But what happens when you start to date and you have no children? but you have this child from a previous relationship that you're attached to, don't you think that's going to cause some problems in your future relationship? This is what I'll say. I think nothing becomes a major problem if you talk about it or you prepare the other person for it. Now, again, um, if you are saying to your new person that you're dating, hey, I have this relationship with little Sean, and periodically we hang out or I go get him, um, and but you're gonna to have to again establish the boundary. When I go get him, we don't stay there. We go here, or you know, I will introduce you to him, and then maybe we could do stuff together or whatever. Um, but I, it's all around the conversation, and I feel like at this 35 and above age, like you need to be able to have a hard, a hard conversation or a hard type of conversation because it's going to be important. Like you don't want to disappoint little Sean, but you understand like, hey, y'all sit down together and say, listen, things are not, you know, me, me and, me and uh, you know, we're going to just be friends. But he still wants to be a part of your life. Is that something that you're willing to do? And this is how we're going to do it. If he wants to call you, he can call your phone or he can call you at whatever, you know, establish the boundaries. Because, again, you want both people to feel comfortable and not like this relationship is going to be an interference in their relationship because that's always going to lead down the wrong path, in my opinion. But, see, see, the complication I see with this is, LaQuisha, who probably really didn't want to end the relationship, is going to feel some kind of way that you're still spending time with her son and not with her. And then your new relationship, once that you tell him that this was a woman that you were in a serious relationship it's not gonna. It's gonna sound fishy if they find out. I don't think it's gonna sound as fishy if you tell them about it. But I think even when you share stuff like that, you know, I, I think that that, and I think that's one of the downsides to dating someone who has children because when the relationship ends and you've connected to the child, then what? And also, you can walk away. Actually, you can walk away because you don't own you don't owe the, the child anything because you're not right. their um, parent. Biological, but yeah. But in a way, you do owe them something because you you created a connection. But is it fair to your future relationship with how that's handled? Because if you're, you know, some people, if, even if it's the thirty-five, the forty-five, people still get pregnant at their age. What happens right. when you get pregnant and there's another child, a new baby coming into the situation, and now you have this 
this child from a former relationship, of course, now you're going to the child that you're birthing versus the one that was there that's not yours. So it's so many small intricacies that are problematic when you date someone that has children. And I think it's not just issues for yourself, but it's issues for that child as well. Yeah, and so let me let me share this just really quickly. Like, you know, I have a godson who is, is 15 years old, and so I've had him all of his life, and his mom got married. And so when she got married, like, I went to the wedding. Like, it was, it was you know, everything was fine. But one day he called me and said that he wanted to talk to me. And so, we, you know, we meet up, and, you know, he, he basically explained to me, like, I have an issue with the relationship that you have with him and her. Because she won't let me do anything for him because of you. And so that's what the man said said to me. Like he was like, hey, I got an issue with this because she won't let me do anything for him because she said you got it. And, And, you know, not my proudest moment, but what I did for the sake of her relationship is I backed off. And I wasn't going over to see him as frequently. You know, we were communicating, but it would be like an exchange of text messages. But as far as, like, me going to see him or me going to get him, like, I stopped that for the sake of her relationship. Now, when they broke up and they were no longer dating, I resumed that position. But hearing what he had to say about the relationship, I backed off. Was that wrong? Um, yes, I'm going to tell you why, in my opinion. I think that there should have been a three-way conversation at that point. Because although you are not his biological father, the child is the one who's going to lack. Right. Not because of um, going, but because you've been there. But even though this other man wants to step in, we all can we all can be a part of his life. And she's wrong because now she has a husband. She's wrong for using that language with her husband saying, No, Lawrence got it. No, that's not how we should go. Lawrence is his godfather, not his father. So I'm grateful that there's enough man who's coming to our lives that's willing to be a father figure to my child. And step in and be as valuable as Lawrence because anytime he he wants to do things that you normally do, that speaks volumes. So the conversation should have been had with her. She should have been going yeah. on that thing. And and I asked, I was like, Well, does she know about this? And he was like, No, but I got your number out of her phone, but I just wanted to have a conversation with you man to man. So now do I break the man code and say, Well, I'm gonna tell her about it but I just chose to back off in, in that particular scenario to see if things were gonna get better with him being in the picture. Which it didn't because they didn't it, it wouldn't have been man to man. I wouldn't have broke the code. I would have said, Well, I appreciate what you're saying but I believe that she needs to be a part of this conversation because I think she's wrong. And I don't want to back out of his life. I still wanted to be a part of his life, but I want you to be a part too because you're her husband. Right. It should have been three-way because I think she was the problem, <laughs> not she. Hopefully she ain't listening. She's going to be calling me later. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Ah, ah. Oh, well. 
you know. The, the truth we can't go, fam. It's 5 o'clock, girl. You better. <laughs> <laughs> See? You always get me talking about people at the end. I don't know these people, but that's what they get. You know, Pam, will say how it is. Oh, my gosh. You are hilarious. It's, y'all, it's, we love you. Yeah. It's 9 yeah. o'clock. It's time for us to clock out. Lost got tongue-tied now because now he know he's going to get some phone calls tonight. <laughs> my phone won't be ringing. I'll be sleeping peaceably over here. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. Lord, say the last words because you're probably going to need them for later on, and they are. When you know better, you're going to hear from somebody. <laughs> yep, it'd be better. Good night, everyone.